shit that's burned my brain won't go away and I'm pretty sure it stays cause it stays and it's strange only feel good in the fall cartoons yeah they help it subside Wanna think about when we die It's alright It's only at night Only feel good in the fall Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the wonderful return of That's Not Normal, It's Paranormal We thank you so much for your patience That's personal business to deal with but welcome back. It's Big T at the Lair here, as always, here with Dante. What's up, Dante? Finally, the we have returned to podcasting. For sure, for sure. Well, we like to welcome everybody back, and hopefully everybody had a good Independence Day for this special edition uh, Independence episode of It's Not Normal, It's Paranormal. Uh, glad to be back with everybody. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. Like, I I feel like our fans thought that the men in black and the kids with black eyes and anything that we talked about took care of us and just we just disappeared. Yeah, this took us out of existence. Not yet, my fine friends. We are still around. Now I did have, have a, not got us yet. I did have a close call with Veggie Man the other day. Did you now? I tell you what, I thought it was a deer, but here comes Veggie Man out in front of my car, pointing <laughs> his little veggie fingers at me. Woo. Dude, you'd be so excited if that happened. I really I would. I'd probably hug him. You'd cut glass with your nipples. It'd be so hard. <laughs> my nipples are hard talking about it. <laughs> well, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about some uh, popular ghost stories of some Figures of the Independence Day uh, or around the areas of stuff, famous battles and stuff like that. So, Dante, you want to kick us off and get us back started in this wonderful podcast and world so our listeners can get what they've been, they've been thirsting for? We, uh, so listen, I decided I'm going to start off with the man, the myth, George motherfucking Washington. Now, this man helped birth our country, so, you know, late, happy 4th of July. Uh, now, George Washington's ghost, okay, he is, he is a creepy man, very creepy. Not because he looks creepy, but the stuff he does. So, in one of the most recent recorded sightings at Mount Vernon, which if you don't know what Mount Vernon is, it's George Washington's, I think it's like... 50,000 acres of land in Virginia. Yeah, like and, his personal estate. Yeah. And uh, in 2006, a woman encountered the ghost of George Washington while in the yellow room. So she was locking things up and she's like, la di da, I'm just going to be leaving this, I think it's a study room. So I, don't, I don't really know what the yellow room is, to be honest. And uh, she was making her way back upstairs. Well, she walked past Washington's bedroom. 
And it was then that she felt a sudden pressure on her shoulders, but no one was there when she turned. This happened to her more than once, only when she had someone to stay with her while she locked up did she avoid the ghostly touch. So what I get from that is Washington likes women alone. Or men. Possible. He he might go both ways. They never know. (laughs) Um, To continue our path towards Washington's uh, pervertedness. Now, I don't know if you know this, but he actually died in the comfort of his own bed. Which, this I found interesting because I did not know this, still sits in the same room. So you can go to Mount Vernon and sleep in the bed that Washington died in. And why would you want to do that? Because there's people like us that want to see ghosts. So we're like, fuck yeah, let's go. Uh, I just sleep have a chance to cheat. Oh, they're probably not changed. <laughs> they're, they're probably the same ones he died in. Nah, I doubt that, but it'd be kind of cool. But a lot of people who try to spend the night there aren't able to. They could just feel his presence of him watching you sleep, especially late at night when uh, the overnight visitors are there. They're all trying to cuddle and have a good time. They just feel him staring at them, staring deep into their souls. And one of the stories is a couple of friends were staying there. And, you know, they were like us. They were just like, hey, let's, you know, find Washington's ghost. And they lit a candle before going to bed. And this is actually the most famous story. Um, They placed it in the center of a basin of water. And the flickering of the candle kept waking them up. Well, then they heard a noise and a candle just went out. Well, unsure of which side of the bed Washington died on, the two decided sleeping was not in the cards for them. (laughs) So they were like, well, you know what? Let's just get out of here. Well, as they started to get ready, they heard all kinds of weird noises in the house. And they thought they heard the sound of Washington's sword clanking in the corner of the room. So. Yeah, I don't think they do much sleeping. (laughs) <laughs> especially washington in the corner just i don't even want to know what he's doing with the sword maybe he's just a watcher man you know what i mean <laughs> it could be i'd like to think it's really like a washington cosplayer just is really <laughs> into watching people sleep like it's a hor- that is a horror movie waiting to happen yeah just some uh, like reenactor speaks <laughs> of people's room while they're sleeping we'll get up we're gonna make that that's our next movie (laughs) uh and then i got one more washington story now uh the mount vernon is definitely a tourist destination and there's many buildings on the property and there was a particular guard that experienced the stable alarm going off all the time But a lot of people would report that the alarms would go off and then they would go off in Washington's bedchamber. So the theory is that he would return home and then he would put his ghost horse into the stable. 
And the guards, they would go check out the alarms and there'd be nothing there setting them off. And I just thought that was interesting that no matter after death, he's like, you know what? I got to take care of my ghost horse. I'm all for that. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, horse, you know, horses, any pets, there's many sightings of uh, ghostly or specter animals and stuff like that. So it's very possible. You think, though, if I, I'm not sure 100% if he had like one particular horse that he kept through most of the Revolutionary War, but I mean, that's a lot of time and a lot of, uh, you know, when you rely on your horse, especially back then, you know, that's a big part of your whole, might as well say, like military equipment. You know, now we have tanks and Humvees and everything. Well, they had horses. <laughs> I wonder, do horses poop after death like do, do you still got to clean the stable <laughs> some ghost poo <laughs> some ghost poo so i got a fun legend here and this one stuck out to me just because this guy has a cool little nickname too so this legend is about general mad anthony wayne and he actually got this nickname from the British because no matter the situation of being outnumbered or uh, outgunned or having you know less equipment than the forces attacking him in battle, he used some great bold tactics and was willing to go straight offensive and just tell the British to fuck off uh, and you know would fight him. And would win a lot of battles, even though he was outmanned, outnumbered, outgunned. Uh, well, he ended up dying shortly uh, during the war uh, of an illness. Uh, but the legend is, is a few years actually after he was buried, they decided that they were going to uh, move his uh, bones to his uh, family plot, which is in Radnor, Pennsylvania. Uh, so he could be buried alongside of his family for you know, the rest of eternity. Well, while they were moving him in what is now Route 322, uh, they actually lost some of his bones uh, along the way to him going to his forever burial plot. So it's believed now that if you go around Route 322 on January 1st of every single year, which was his birthday, you actually see his ghost as he uh, has been spotted many times along Route 322, and a lot of people believe that he's looking for his remains that were lost. I actually read about this and actually was super excited about this. Uh, can I add a couple things? Because there's a couple things that I thought was like crazy about this story. You go right ahead because I didn't see too much other information when I was looking around. I mean, I've seen a lot about George Washington, but I figured that you might have already looked it up just being, you know, the father of the United States of America, basically. Uh, so I thought I would touch base on a different one, just in case you had had information on him. I didn't know if you had information on Anthony Wayne, but you go right ahead, man. If you got some more stories that you found, you go right ahead. Okay. So actually, I'm like you. Like, I love this story. This story is fucking great. And one of the, one of the coolest things is when they went to move him, Instead of, like you said, it's been a couple years, you know, I think it was, I think for 12 years, I think it's 12 years when the, his son went to move his body, they opened up the coffin and there was, his body was excellently 
preserved. Like, it looked like he was just buried. So what do you do about that, Troy? What do you do if you go to move a body and it's actually a full-size body? I'm assuming, I don't know, did they cut it up? Maybe that's how the bones were lost? You are close. So they put his body in a large vat and boiled it to separate the flesh from the bone. (laughs) So then, like you said, they go and they put the bones in there. And when they went to put the bones back together, he he couldn't find half the bones. (laughs) And and I always thought this was... uh, I thought this was pretty cool. So it's every January 1st, the old Mad Wayne goes looking for his bones. And you could either see him in a man that's cladded in colonial garb, or some people have seen him riding a horse, searching for his, searching for something that's really his bones. Yeah, they said it's around uh, Route 322 that goes, I guess, into Radnor, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, they didn't have as much information when I was looking around. So I'm glad you found that. Gives a little bit more detail about uh, this legend. But I just thought it was super interesting. It's just one of those, like, haunts a certain road. And it was just the whole thing. The fact they had a cool nickname and stuff really stuck out to me. So definitely thought it was really cool. And, and, I just think it would be like, how does he, my biggest thing about this though, how does he look for his bone? Like, can a ghost pick up his own bones? How does this work? I need to know how this works. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe leave it in your like last will and testament to like take one of like their pinky toe and just like bury it somewhere to see if you, you know, can find it. I need to find it. Like, I, I hope that in the future, if I die before you, Troy, you got to do a podcast. Yeah, Dante's trying to find his pinky toe out there. His ghost still wanders old I-79. (laughs) (laughs) It would be funny. Hey, you want to hear a funny uh, July 4th story? Uh, Ghost story actually happened to me yesterday at work. We talked about my workplace before. it didn't involve me directly, but uh, I had to work last night, and I was working with a lady. She's a middle-aged woman. I won't drop her name just because. Uh, really nice lady, very truthful. Uh, she's also really big in the paranormal and the sense of experiences. It's been a uh, conversation we've had before. Well, we were getting ready to close the store up. It was probably, I don't know, 15 minutes till closing time. And I always do what I call is uh, basically like door patrol. Uh, make sure people, if they come in, like last minute, I let them know we're closing and watch out for some shady people who try to come in last minute. So I would say that there, she let me know that she was going to go to the restroom real quick, which was, you know, no big deal. So she goes and I'm just standing up by the front doors and she comes back and she asked me, she said, did you, because we have two bathrooms at work. We have the employee bathroom and a public bathroom. They're like right next to each other. Yeah. If she goes, did somebody come in the store or did you go into the public bathroom? And I was like, no, I've been standing up here, you know, watching the doors. And she goes, 
Well, I was in the bathroom and I heard the uh, hand dryer turn on in the public bathroom. She said that it went <laughs> off and then it come back on. And then as she was walking out to come back up front where I was, it went off for a third time. Well, she walks up and asks me, you know, if anybody had come into the store and the answer was no, there was nobody in. So, you know, everybody was out doing festivities, setting off fireworks or going downtown to watch the fireworks show from the city. And uh, well, I'll walk back and just make sure that like we just didn't miss somebody in the store. But of course, we didn't have a customer for like 30 minutes. So I walked back there. Absolutely nobody, nobody in the bathroom, nobody in the store. I waited to see if the dryer would come back on. Dryer didn't come back on. Uh, I mean, I guess there's some kind of a possibility, I guess, that it could be some kind of an electrical problem, maybe. But never had any issues with it prior to that. But we've had some weird things and stuff happen at work. And I've seen things at work and other people have experienced things at work. So it's just kind of a funny story that, you know, and we are obviously planning on having this podcast. And I just kind of wondered, too, if just like, you know, the energy of the day, everybody's setting off fireworks. If, you know, that possibly influences like any kind of activity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's just kind of this uh, overall, like, positive atmosphere, I guess you could say. But I just thought it was funny. I was like, you're supposed to be messing with you, man. Said I didn't go to the bathroom. Nobody come in. And I was like, maybe he went there and washed his hands, you know? We need to go bless that place. Like, <laughs> we'll bring some crucifix, um, holy water. I'm not Catholic, so, I mean, it's not going to be legit, but we could try to – we could probably piss it off more. <laughs> yeah, nothing really, really bad happens. I mean, I'm underneath the, the – idea that i do believe that he knocks or she i don't know if it's a he or she but the ghost uh i believe knocks stuff off shelves sometimes because like i'll go around cleaning and stuff because that's like the main job in the evening time is kind of making sure the store is straight up you know and take care of customers and like i'll be like down one aisle and like straighten it up and everything and, like there won't be any customers that i've seen go down that way then all of a sudden like you'll go back and there'll be like stuff like on the floor like somebody had dropped something off a shelf that's and really just sometimes it's sometimes it's things that aren't like, you know, some things could easily fall off the shelf, you know, like you have like in the toy section, you got little balls and stuff, you know, they don't sit real well on the shelf. Yeah. But there's some things that like by themselves shouldn't just fall off the shelf. <laughs> so you'll hear a lot of weird things that can't be explained. Like it'll sound like people are shopping when there's nobody in there. Yeah. I, uh, it's, it's really just me sneaking in there, knocking shit off. And <laughs> I got a little white cloak on and <laughs> horribly three eyes cut out like Charlie Brown. <laughs> now, you look like uh, one of those dog outfits where you would cut a place for the snout, but you don't have a snout. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know if my new work's haunted. I, we're, I mean, we close at like five, so... You know, well, maybe that's the reason why it's closed. Or... Could be. It don't hey, man, really. stuff happens during the day too, man. It's not always a nighttime. <laughs> I'd like to come in one day and just like the ghost mixed a shitload of paint or something, and like it's sitting <laughs> back there. 
Dude, I tell you, if I was allowed to, there wasn't cameras and stuff at work, I'd love to go back like two or three o'clock in the morning and see what what I could get all worked up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But. So, listen, this kind of is off topic, but I thought this was pretty awesome. Okay. Now, I know, I know, we usually do the UFO reporting at the end. But listen, this one has me super excited. And I actually got two UFO reports because this one had me so excited. Hey, man, it's been such a long time since we put out a podcast just due to the personal stuff going on. Let's hit them with it all, brother. And and before before I hit, the top, hit my UFO reports, I would like to announce that on... Uh, hold on. I don't know what this website's name is, but whatever this website is, it seemed legit. Okay. It was in April. No, not April, March, March 22nd. Okay. The, it ranks the top 50. Well, of course there's 51 States, but like it ranks the States and UFO sightings. All right. Yeah. So where do you think, I'll ask you two questions. I'll ask you three. I got three questions for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Where do you think West Virginia is on the list? 17th. You are close. Damn, Troy, you better go play the fucking lottery. <laughs> 18th. Out of 100,000 people, 47 sees UFOs. And that ranks us in the 18th. All right. Uh-huh. Now, who do you think is where New Mexico is? What do you mean, like a cryptid? No, New Mexico for UFO sightings. Oh, where they're at on the list? Okay. Um, I'm going to say fifth. I actually thought they'd be like, uh, probably about second or third because of Roswell. They are number nine. So I'm like, well, who the fuck would be the top five? And uh, give me, give me your list, Troy. Give me give top me five. Your top five, and I'll tell you where they're at. Well, I won't tell you where they're at, but I'll tell you what the top five is on this list. Um. Nevada, Florida, California, Michigan, and Washington State. Okay. You got you got one of them. You got number one. Washington State is the number one UFO site. Number two, Montana. Number three, Alaska. Four, Vermont. Who the fuck has Vermont on there? And number five, Oregon. Oregon makes sense because it's right down from Washington. And I'll tell you the reason why I uh, picked what I picked. I figured that there was a good possibility that some of the more of the sightings would be kind of close to the ocean. 
just because it's like the first landmass into the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and Florida is just Florida, so people see stuff there all the time because Florida is a little crazy. Uh, but I also figure Nevada, just because it's pretty vast with like, besides Vegas, there's not a whole, whole lot there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it would just kind of draw attention because you have this like super mondo bright ass city and then not else, like a lot else around it. So I figured maybe it would just kind of draw attention. Yeah, I kind of. I forgot all about Alaska. I'm not going to lie, but Alaska, I can, that makes sense too. Yeah, I kind of, Alaska, I definitely understand. Because I just, but Vermont, really? <laughs> but I guess m- not much is happening in Vermont, probably. Hey, if we got any listeners in Vermont, send us an email and let us know uh, what's happening in Vermont. Oh, definitely. Uh, hey, we like I said, we always take, if anybody has any questions or they want to talk about stories and stuff, uh, any UFO sightings, cryptic sightings, ghost sightings, uh, you always hit us up on our website, which is nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is nnpnpodcast at gmail.com. Also visit us on Facebook. Uh, we've been trying to post some stuff there. Uh, you would have seen about yesterday that we were going to drop this today. So you always follow us there as well. And follow us on, uh, go ahead and tell people where all they can listen to us at. You can listen to us to iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, which Podbean's like our, our motherboard, uh, mothership. Uh, where else can you listen to us? Tune in. Uh, I'm still working on Apple Music. I've not because of personal issues and stuff i've not worked on it as hard as i should but eventually we'll make it on there you gotta fix up youtube as well yeah i might throw this on youtube we'll see what happens we'll see what happens spotify yeah spotify yeah i said spotify i think did i say spotify well it's spotify now um i think that's it uh, you can always just uh, come around a campfire and we'll tell you ghost stories if you want. That's a good way. And don't y'all worry. Don't worry your precious little hearts. We are going to get to the special Moundsville Penitentiary episode. Like I said, some personal things come up. We have not forgot about it. Uh, so you just hold on to your britches. We will uh, definitely get there. And uh, yeah, I kind of thought about that. And uh, I was like, these people are probably like pissed because we've been pro- uh, promising this Moundsville episode for three months. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll get we there. We'll get there. Also, I'd like to give a uh, shout out to Tammy Thrasher, aka as you will know her as the Bigfoot Lady. Uh, we do plan on having her on the show here, hopefully within the next couple weeks, within the next month, hopefully. Uh, coming up with a bunch of questions to ask her about her exploration and hunting and finding evidence of bigfoot uh she's really really big into it but she uh makes her own great merchandising uh which i just shared a picture on our website uh on our facebook site i should say uh of a cup that uh i'd gotten from her she has 
plenty of other merchandise that if you guys are interested in it, you can just shoot her a message. She can show you what she has. And uh, if you're interested in anything, you know, you can purchase it through her. Uh, she likes to go to a lot of the festivals and stuff in the state uh, and all that fun jazz. Uh, so really a cool lady. If you want to check out stuff that she has, you know, just shoot her up a message and we definitely want, want to get her on the podcast here soon. And another shout out to our intro song and they do our outro song, Captain Catfish. So if you want to buy any merch, which you should do, go to Captain Catfish at bigcartel.com. They got some new shirts. Got Dell Earnhardt on the shirts. Go check it out and buy some music. And a huge praise thanks hell, to praise Dale. Praise hell. Praise Dale. So Dante, so, you want to get some more into these UFO stories that you had? Yes. Yeah, so like I said, I'm super excited about this one. Um it happened recently. Okay. It doesn't say. Let's see here. It does not say we're at in West Virginia. So that's why I believe it's even more real. Okay. It happened 421-22. And like I said, these reports, this is exactly how it's written. It's not me changing anything. So this is how the report is. So the characteristics was... There were lights on the object. The object left a trail, which you're like, you know, that's the basic UFO. But it gets interesting. Four aircraft reported many pilots discussed on frequency. L, now I don't know what some of these numbers are. LXJ359, while traveling at FL450, three miles southwest of ESL reported a UFO at FL 550. The report was an extremely bright light that then turned into a string string slash line of lights while passing underneath of the UFO, the lights turned off, but he could still see that something was there. Also while underneath the aircraft, had a double, I think it meant to say altitude reference system, but they have attitude, so I automatically think of John Cena. So double attitude reference system is what it says, but I'm pretty sure it's altitude. Altitude reference system failure and double autopilot failure. During this time, numerous other aircrafts reported seeing this UFO. Other call signs SWA-368, SWA-1393, and UAL-46. Also, numerous pilots started discussing it on guard. So that is wild. Yeah, so basically it shut the plane off from what the sound of it is. Like it tried to like disable functions of the ship. Yep. And they weren't the only plane that even saw it. Yeah, it's kind of freaky in a way if you think about it. Can you imagine being like thousands of feet in the air and all of a sudden like your freaking plane starts to shut off? Oh, yeah. And the fact that they even note on here, they don't – So see, sometimes 
new fork or whatever it is they're actually called they'll they'll investigate and either debunk it or you know like be like well this might be a ufo or this was just satellites on here they have on here starlink satellites question mark question mark not sure (laughs) (laughs) so i thought that was pretty cool and creepy at the same time it really is honestly uh yeah but i would like to go ahead uh as we wrap this up here and thank everybody for their patience i know it's been I think it's been about two months since our last podcast from when I was looking at uh, some of our stuff up here. Uh, but you know, we're going to get back to a regular basis here and I thank everybody for their support and their patience in this time. You know, we're just two dudes just trying to have some fun, bring some entertainment to people that are interested in the same things that we are. But we also do have, you know, personal lives and full-time jobs and families and, you know, it's, things come up sometimes. Uh, we're not going to quit doing this. And in fact, we actually have uh, plans in September, hopefully here, me, you, and uh, good old Solo Rolo. We're trying to make a plan of heading to the uh, Mothman Festival. So if some people would like to see some uh, photos, we're going to get down there and see what, what we can get into. But we'll definitely uh, share that experience with everybody that wants to see it. Uh, anybody knows anything about that area of other places that might be of interest? uh definitely let us know i'd be interested in that and i'm pretty sure you would be too dante yeah and we actually talked about hitting up some conventions and i thought about i know we talked about one time we might actually make a mini documentary of our trip down to mothman so it'd be kind of cool us you know seeing all the different haunted places along the way and you know just i mean we're yeah. not go- I'm not going to be like Zach Baggins and try to scare the shit out of you, but, you know, it'd be cool just seeing that stuff. Yeah, I mean, even if it's not a full documentary, maybe we could do some video vlogs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, that's one of the reasons uh, we were taking a third person with us. Uh, y'all will learn and love Solar Roller like the rest of us. Uh, but that way we could get some information. Maybe we could talk to some people and get it recorded if they're, you know, willing to do it. Uh, get some nice photos, some videos that we could do like a little video log of it, or vlog, whatever you want to call it. Uh, hit some places along the road, uh, some places maybe we could stop on the way there, just kind of record the whole thing and take y'all along the ride with us. Uh, I don't know, maybe we'll hit up some Facebook Live or something, maybe talk to some people if they want. Uh, but if you have any, like, any ideas or places that we can hit while we're on the routes here from the Montangeli County area down there to Point Pleasant, uh, for sure hit us up and we'd be glad to hear from you about it. Yeah, and it's going to be a fun trip. Uh, I've been there one time and when I went, it was super hot and it was super busy. But I think if we go down there, and I wear my Daisy Dukes and my shirt. It should people should clear the area easier. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll look like a fine crew down there. 
I'm wearing Daisy Dukes if we go. I mean, like I said, I, we're planning on going, so you'll see me in Daisy Dukes on some of the vlog. <laughs> yeah, but for sure, and you know, again, thank everybody. Uh, we enjoy the comments and views. A lot of people have been reaching out to us about when we were going to fit out next podcast, and you know, we we have some more planned here, and we're going to get to the Moundsville episode. Uh, might not be the next one, you know, it's going to take a little bit of process and we got a little bit behind and got plenty of things to talk about. And, but we definitely glad everybody tuned in and just remember the next time you stay somewhere and you feel like you're getting touched on and hear somebody in the corner. Remember, you know, it's possible that it's not just a cuck in the corner. It's possible that it's not normal. It's paranormal. Say, it's not normal, it's paranormal.